genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hello there. Welcome to episode 86 of, as you can see on this fancy coffee slash water mug, 15 minutes of genius. Uh, I am your humble host, Alex Bear. And yeah, this show is really just about bringing on great entrepreneurs, people that can really, they were on a mission, just like this company that I'm going to introduce and this entrepreneur, we're on a mission to bring as much great, juicy knowledge to you when you're running your company, right? About D2C, about retail expansion, about branding, about how to raise money, all these different areas, which are all hurdles and challenges and milestones that every entrepreneur is going through and wants. So that's what we're all about. And that's why it's genius. Big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark N at ManhattanBeachStudios.net. He's the guy that put this entire thing together. There he is, the man. Yep. So, yeah, he's awesome. He's a freaking genius in his own respect. He's in Manhattan Beach, and he's also walked on the same sidewalk here in this lot as, um, as James Cameron, right? Right, Mark? So, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, have you actually met him? Just to say hi. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, just, just to say hi, you're underplaying it. That's freaking incredible just to meet the guy, see him, and he sees you. So uh, you're, you're, most people don't, don't have that chance. So, all right, let's roll into our guest because I'm going off topic. Renee Dunn, she's full of energy, and she's got a great product here. And the name of the company is called Amazi Food. She's the founder and CEO. They do uh, jackfruit jerky. They do plantain chips. All things that I love because I'm a vegetarian. A little bit about Amazi Foods. They're a snack on purpose. A tropical twist on your boring dried fruit with a sustainable supply chain to boot. Renee, how are you? I'm great. It's so good to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. So you're in uh, D.C. right now, so it's literally like 9 p.m., but, you know, with yeah. entrepreneurs, we, we, ne we never stop, right? You're just getting going. Uh, you know, this is my prime time. No, I, <laughs> it's prime it is, time. <laughs> it is, this is the longer side of the day for me. I, I started my day today at, uh, 4.30. So we're, we're, 30, we're you're talking, to the end. You're talking PM or AM? AM. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding around. Yeah. Wow. Why were you up, why I, were you up I, so early? Why 4.30? So I coach fitness classes still. I've been doing some sort of fitness or yoga teaching or coaching for 10 plus years, and I still do it a couple times a week. Um, and the first class is at 5.25 a.m. Um, so that's when I was out of bed. <laughs> wow. That, you have a lot of energy. Uh, hats off. That's, that's amazing that you're still up and I just ate some chocolate, so I yeah. think that helped. That does it. I mean, uh, same thing here, like on my way to the studio, I grabbed, I keep on promoting them on every freaking episode, it seems, but midday squares. So I had, I had some on the way here and, uh, gave me the energy I needed. So there you go. Yeah. I haven't tried them yet. I've certainly seen them taken over the, every media platform game. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's, it's about time I give them a shot, but yeah, I'm, uh, I, I just, Settled for some chocolate chips this time. Awesome. Good stuff. So let's <laughs> let's roll into uh, Amazi. Enough about midday squares. I get enough attention already. So, 
So let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about your product. Let's talk about the mission. I'm really fascinated with, you know, the why, right? I mean, we can talk about the product, the ingredients and supply chain, but I'm really fascinated with the why, why you're doing it, how you discovered it. So tell me about your mission and also your journey and how you got to uh, create Amazi Foods and the products. Yeah, thanks so much. So um, I do believe that Amazi was a marriage of a lot of my interests. I just never would have anticipated it would play out in this way. Um, I, while I was in college, I studied abroad in Uganda and I was studying sort of local entrepreneurship. I was so fascinated by the local entrepreneurial scene um, and sort of what was happening on the local economy that I ended up getting a grant and doing my thesis research there. And basically what I was starting to notice was that, well, kind of two things. One was that the fruit that I was eating while I was there was unlike anything I'd ever had before. Like the flavors, even of just like your standard banana was 10 times better than what I had here. They had so many varieties of them, of them. And then they had fruits like jackfruit that I fell in love with um, and had never had before. Um, but kind of was seeing that nobody was doing anything with them. And, you know, this is coming from somebody who, like I said, I've been in the fit fitness industry for several years. I personally was like, at that time, very much into heavily plant-based paleo. So like I was doing paleo, but mostly plant-based and like creating all these different recipes. And so my mind was like, oh, you could do this with it. You could do this with it. And again, like only saw them being traded on the side of the road or being exported out. And, and simultaneously what you're seeing in terms of local enterprise is kind of very, very high unemployment, lots and lots of hustle, but a lot of it kind of stuck at sort of the resource level. So when you think of the supply chain of chocolate, for example, you got all the cocoa farmers typically in one economy, but you know, you may have heard the story that most cocoa farmers have never seen a chocolate bar or they have no idea how it's made or what the market might demand with it. And so that's kind of what happens in all the industries. Like, you know, the people who are growing the fruit rarely know what's possible to be made with it. And as I saw sort of all this unemployment and simultaneously all this opportunity in markets overseas that would create jobs and add a lot of value to the economy, I was kind of like, well, why don't we try to make some delicious snacks, but make them in Uganda. And so that's sort of how I first started uh, taking my steps. I took a flight back to Uganda a couple years out of school and, and just started building connections, meeting with farmers, meeting with local fruit dryers and kind of very iterative <laughs> over the past five years, um, kind of built up our supply chain. Cool. You have, you have two flavors, right? You are two different products. You have the, the jackfruit. The lines, yeah. yeah. Two product. You have the jackfruit product line and you have the plantain chips. So uh, we all know mm -hmm. plantain chips. Right, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm a big fan of them. Then these are the jackfruit uh, chews. Mm -hmm. um, so tell us a mm -hmm. little bit, maybe like in a minute or two, uh, just about what makes it different, what is the process, how is it made, and why, you know, the quality, right? It's all about the quality and tasting. Like you said, mm -hmm. like you found great products in Uganda, like, like great fruits and different like mm -hmm. produce. So how is your product like really staying close to nature? Definitely. So all of our products 
and all of our product lines are dehydrated and each snack flavor only includes three ingredients. Um, the plantain chips in particular use a very unique plantain to Uganda. Um, it's a sweet plantain and we dehydrate them and then lightly roast them either with olive oil or coconut oil and add spices. So the result is almost a caramelized texture as you kind of see in that picture. It's unlike your kind of greasy typical plantain chip. Um, it's, it's very hearty crunch and has sort of salty and sweet vibes. Um, and then the jackfruit, um, we wait until that jackfruit is nice and ripe and we dry it with spices and it tastes kind of like a grown-up fruit roll-up. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's really high in fiber. It tastes, I, uh, people who haven't had jackfruit before, I usually take them and t tell them it tastes kind of like mango, pineapple, and banana had a baby. Um, and so, yeah, those are our two lines. It's uh it's really cool. We're talking offline, me and Renee, uh, for a few minutes that, especially for like a vegetarian such as myself, like to have something that has the fiber, has the macronutrients, and also tastes really good and has that kind of, that 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 uh, simulation of, of actually being meat, like that kind of jerky kind of feeling to it. And plantain chips, like, this is a, now a growing category. Like, I'm seeing brands coming out with plantain chips. It's been out, like, at a lot of ethnic stores, right, and multicultural stores mm -hmm. for many years, but it's starting to hit the mainstream. So, like, where do you want to take this? Um, how, you know... You want to get into like the Costco's of the world and where do you see really, I, I feel like both lines could do well. Plantain seems to be really hot right now. So um, what kind of interest are you getting from buyers? What are opportunities? What's like, what's coming down the pike for you for that line? Yeah. I mean, I think and per our conversation offline a little bit, it, it's been not quite as expected either. Um, and this is kind of why you kind of have to test things and see, <laughs> see how they do, see what has traction. Right. But um, even though the plantain chips were the original products that I came up with, um, we're seeing jackfruit shoes picking up a lot more interest from buyers. Um, you know, we used to have in Sprouts, for example, we first launched with two jackfruit shoes and one plantain chip, and we actually recently swapped out the plantain chip for another jackfruit flavor. Interesting. Um, similarly, okay. like almost mm. every review that we've had recently, people want to take the jackfruit line. Um, but then at the same time, there are certain markets that prefer the plantain chips because they feel there might be less education around it. So for example, we're in select united albertson's stores in the southwest and they carry our plantain chip line um similarly like we do a lot of b2b business um whether it's through corporate gifting boxes like there's a company we partner with called packed with purpose for example um we do a good amount of volume with them especially around the holiday season and they almost exclusively buy the plantain chips and so i think that um Maybe what's happening on the retail side, especially for the more niche and natural grocers, um, a jackfruit, I think, is something that's unique and that, you know, people are starting to foray into, people are becoming more familiar with. It's something that's kind of a clearer innovation in a way. Um, but I think also it's somewhat of a merchandising question, because even though we believe our plantain chips belong either cross-merchandise in produce or in uh, superfoods or in sort of the natural or dehydrated space, most people who are looking for plantain chips are not going to go there. Like they're going to go to chips and salty snacks. Yep. And we simply yep. 
are creating a mismatch in expectation when we're placed there because that's not the experience you're going to have when you snack. Um, and it's also just not the right price comparison. So um, I think that that's something that we're kind of still waiting through of like, if we do want this to be very strong in retail, like where does it need to go? Do we need to be changing things about our packaging? Um, I will say that when we are able to land produce cross merchandising, it's it's great for us. Um, I think it's just a matter of really getting the retailers to be willing to kind of take a chance on on that um, positioning for for the product. Yeah, I mean, as I'm hearing you talking about it, like, you know, the same kind of thought process that we go through at Genius Juice, which is where should mm -hmm. the product go? Where is the most foot traffic and where will people understand really what the product is? It's unfortunate, mm -hmm. but in the produce area, um, it's just harder to sell, you know, like snacks mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. like grab and go snacks. People go to produce mm -hmm. for either drinks, right? Like juices mm -hmm. or smoothies, like mm -hmm. Albertsons mm -hmm. or Bonds, mm -hmm. or they're buying like fruit or veggies or avocados mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think the salty snack section has grown so much right and it's so popular like at sprouts and all these stores mm -hmm. to me like that is the place to be because people are thinking of like what can i snack on what could be something in the middle of the day and i think your mm -hmm. product is like the perfect fit for that with with genius juice again this is just people listening right like we mm -hmm. share these stories mm -hmm. because people can learn mm -hmm. from this you know Definitely. like like uh there, we had a brand on i'm I'm sure you know her uh kate caitlin Vogentail. i think i probably pronounced her name wrong but she's with pole pantry, pole pantry. Yep. yeah so they she launched in target and they put her in in the produce set you know like literally there's like mm -hmm. a fridge of like fruit and hummus in there and then above her chips are there and she would tell mm -hmm. me like you know in interviews and stuff and even like just at like mixers when I'd see her, she's like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a little bit weird. It's like not the prime placement I'd like to be at, mm -hmm. but it, it, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Like we sell there, mm -hmm. but people mm -hmm. are not thinking about like snackable grab yeah. and go chips and produce. Yeah. So it is interesting yeah. though, because you see like, for example, the fresh market does this well where their dried fruit and bulk. And even like when they say bulk, it's not just the bins. It's also just like, brands that are doing dried fruit but they'll have that right where produce is um and and we've seen also some select albertson stores will have like you know pegs and hang holes in produce that are just the dried versions of the fruits or you'll see dried fruit there often um and so in that way i think it makes a lot of sense but i think it's on us to educate people that these are dehydrated plantain chips or these are, you know, in terms of the feel and the taste, it's going to be like that dehydrated snack as opposed to the greasy snack you might look for right. in, in salty snacks. So I sense. think it's a combination. Yeah. Like I yeah. think it's up to us to educate the consumer, but I think we also have to set the expectation based on where it's placed. And, and to be honest, like when we're able to get, stores you know some of the smaller stores especially will be willing to take the entire line and we'll try to just merchandise them all together because then they are a family on the shelf people kind of get the concept of the brand as one as opposed to having to decipher like the plantain chips and the jackfruit chews i think it kind of creates a framework a little bit better when we are able to do that that's true and that's something i didn't think about is like when it's in the fruit section there's more of kind of a premiumness and higher quality to it 
versus mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. in like a chip section, which they're like two ninety nine or three ninety nine. What does yours retail for? Right. So typically it's between five forty nine and five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, certain retailers will have an EDLP, but that's our general price yeah. point. That's kind of like yeah. where a lot of the uh, fruit jerky is, you know, like there's um, exactly yeah, like there's a there's a wild something like the banana jerky is there, uh, pans I know what you're jerky about. is yep. there. They're yeah. all either in those pegs or right near um, the produce section and the and the dried fruit. So totally, yeah. totally get it. It's just constant battle on how to get people to understand it <laughs> and see it because the foot traffic is obviously not as high. So it's how do you get how do you yeah. get the word out to people to go in and buy the product? So it's all interesting. Yeah. So we're uh, we're running yeah. out of time. We're going to go into our next segment, which is called okay. Rapid Fire Questions. Okay. Rapid Fire Questions. I don't know. I don't know whose voice that is. That rapid fire question. That's, that's not my voice. Mark, Mark, whose did voice you ever, is that? I was going to say, did you ever watch the Strong Bad email series? Like that little show. I, I did. Don't know, it was like, early like, it was it was twenty years ago. And it was it was like a cart. It was a cartoon, right? Wasn't it? Yes, it was a cartoon, and he had Team Girl Squad and like all that stuff. But it sounds like Strong Bad. Yeah, that's Nick's voice. Okay, so. <laughs> Is it, is it Mark? Did you come through the show, or was that just to me? No, I'm I'm on the show right now. You're on the, you're on the show, so that's our producer making a cameo. So that was Nick's voice, one of the producing producers assistants, right? So very cool. All right, what uh, you know? I, I thought I did all the voiceovers, but we got other people. Very cool. All right, let's get into rapid fire questions. Here we go. I, right. You know the routine: bunch of questions, give me a bunch of answers. And I think this is going to be very, knowing your personality, right? Like, this is going to be very entertaining. I think you're going to answer okay. it really, it's going to be fun. So here we go. Sync or Backstreet Boys? When I was younger, Backstreet Boys, but it has shifted to NSYNC. <laughs> why, did, why did it shift? Um, probably JT. You know, he's won us over, all of us. <laughs> exactly. All, all the all the Backstreet Boys look like children now, and then like JT's like he yeah. grew up, right? He grew up into like a man, you know. It's true. He did he, us well. <laughs> did us well, exactly. First thing you do when you wake up. Brush my teeth. Okay, so you don't check your phone. Brush your teeth. You're... I've gotten so much better about the not phone checking first thing. I'm nice. like very proud of myself. Love it. Bit Love of practice. It. <laughs> Especially when you're waking up at 4:30 a.m., like it's just yeah. it like it like blasts your brain to like look at <laughs> like when it's dark out and you're looking at this bright phone. Yeah, yeah. Movie movie you can watch an unlimited amount of times. Ooh, um, bridesmaids. Yep. Song you can listen to. I like I like the movie. Song you can listen to an unlimited amount of times. Um. Do you know the artist Egyptian? No. I do not. Okay. Well, he has a song called Hold Ya, and it's really good. Okay. So Gyp- I'll send it to you Gyptian. after this. It's like Egyptian, Egyptian without like the E. Egyptian without the E. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Zoom, Microsoft Teams, or Google Meet? Zoom. Yep. My favorite as well. What is your spirit animal? Um, <laughs> I have been told two. Um, one, a white tiger. And the other one is Eeyore. And I'm not sure how those two work together, but... Um, Eeyore. Like, they've, they've both been like the sad donkey. Yeah. Yeah. I see, I see you as like 
Tigger, but not Eeyore. You know what I mean? Like you're Tigger. Yeah. But, but I without, love that. Thank you. Yeah. But maybe I mean, Tiger is more appropriate. We'll stick with Tiger. For sure. Yeah. You're definitely, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking Tiger because like, okay, excellent. you know, like, like wor working out fitness and also like go get him attitude and like just pushing really hard and make, you know, like that's Tiger right there. I, I have the tiger, you. right? Or hear me roar, Katy Perry. Like it's all it leads Katie back. Katy Perry style. It's Katy Perry style, exactly. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So window seat or aisle seat on an airplane. Um, I take the window, but I get up to pee often, so I don't think people like that. Yeah, you have to like cl climb over me. them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's why I like aisle. I just like I'm like overly sensitive about inconvenience people, inconveniencing people. I don't know. It's a weird thing I have. Yeah. No, it's a fair thing. I'll sometimes find myself holding my bladder for longer than I want to, but Yeah. I think it's I think yeah. the takeaway is do what you do you, do what you need to do to take care of yourself even if it offends others, right? Cuz we're yeah. number one. I, I try I try to be minimally offensive, but it, if it has to happen when nature calls, nature calls. So <laughs> exactly. When tigers need to go, they need to go. All right. <laughs> Peanut butter or almond butter or neither? Peanut butter. Omnivore, flexitarian, vegetarian, or vegan? I'm an omnivore right now. Love it. I You're working out. Got to have meat. Cold weather <laughs> or hot weather? Um, hot. LeBron James or Michael Jordan? I'll go with LeBron. Cool. I, I knew it. I knew you were going to say LeBron. I just... Your your personality vibes, like he's a like with LeBron. With LeBron, like I, you know, a little more that. like a little more outspoken, like just more like kind of larger than life, like just obviously aggressive, right? In a really it's good so way. So funny to me, yeah, because I'm so introverted, but no I, I'm good. I like connecting with people one on one, so this feels like one on one. But I'm a huge introvert. Okay, so. intro. I would have never yeah. guessed that. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's called um they actually call like in the Chinese culture a water tiger. Mm. Or a water tiger like they unleash a tiger and it's like amazing, but also they're very mm -hmm. introverted and soft as well. Oh, I have and, to look and, that and, up cuz that Yeah. And they want people to be like happy. That sounds like a spirit animal. Yeah, and also yeah. like they want people to be happy, want people to feel good, you know, being minimally offensive, like that's my personality yeah. as well. Like go get them. Okay. But also want to be soft and make sure people feel good. So it's kind of a like a yin yang thing going on. So. It is. It's a constant inner inner battle, really, an inner balance. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So la last two questions: uh, ginger or turmeric? That's hard because we have a ginger turmeric flavor. Um, <laughs> which one? Which, which one do you add more of <laughs> in the formula? <laughs> In the formula, I think there's more turmeric, so we'll go with that one. There you go. Turmeric. <laughs> Favorite food or drink if you're stuck on a deserted island, you cannot say Amazi Foods, and you cannot say Genius Juice. Oh, my gosh. I feel like it depends on the season, but um, we'll go with pomegranate seeds. Pomegranate seeds, not the juice, the seeds. Okay, mm -hmm. very cool. Seeds. More fiber, you know. All yeah. right, so that is that is rapid fire questions with Renee Dunn, founder and CEO of Amazi Foods. Thank you. Pick it up at Fresh Market. Pick it up at Sprouts nationally, right? With Sprouts. So mm -hmm. yeah. 
and it's in the produce section, right? Like kind of superfood set, like the raw food set. Ah, very cool. Super in the food. fresh in the fresh market, we you can find us some in the produce set, and, and then mm-hmm. otherwise you see us near the vegan jerkies. So, awesome. Little, awesome. little bit of hunting. <laughs> yep. Go to your local Sprouts, Fresh Market, pick it up, Erwan, all those great stores in L.A. So, uh, yeah, that's episode 86, 15 Minutes of Genius. Renee, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm going to go out right after this. Cause I got a Sprouts right down the street. I'm going to pick some up. It sounds really good. So thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Let me know your favorite flavor. <laughs> I already know. I already know. I'm a big, big plantain guy. So I'm going to definitely buy that one. I'll buy both. All right. Take good care. Have a wonderful night. All right. So that is episode 86 of 15 Minutes of Genius. Uh, Again, make sure to check us out on Spotify and also on Apple Podcast. We are airing episodes, debuting new episodes on Mondays and Fridays now. I think we're doing Mondays and Fridays on LinkedIn. Make sure to check us out there. Um, so yeah, big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark and Manhattanbeachstudios.net. There is everything on the bottom. We move everything so you can actually see the words. There you go. Mark and Manhattanbeachstudios.net. Editing, videos, podcasting, whatever you need. So uh, again, episode 86 in the books, 15 Minutes to Genius. And one last thing, stay genius, my friend. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you.